0: Hi guys, and welcome to Controllers and Couches. I'm Full Metal Chicken. I
1: am Steph Fafar.
0: And on this podcast, we're going to be discussing all manner of things, from games, to music, to books, bookage. to bookage, yes, to bookage. To technology, bookage. Te-
1: to the less science.
0: To the less science, maybe even a little bit of history, but we're more science And based.
1: just cool stuff that we kind of go hey, okay. because we have these discussions all the time where I'm like, oh, have a look at this, or I read this, or I saw this. Exactly. So we just thought we'd bring that to here.
0: Yeah. So, essentially, at the moment, um, if people are interested in a bit of an intro, I'm I'm a biochemist um, in my free time, <laughs> and then I'm also a editor. I'm also a hobbyist, so I like building model kits and all that sort of stuff. And, and a YouTuber. A YouTuber. So the links will be added to this podcast as well, so people can...
1: Yep, in the episode notes, so they can find you. Exactly. And see what other cool things we're spamming the internet with.
0: Exactly. So that only cr- only scratches the surface on what we do. But generally, it's we're geeks and we're nerds. So we essentially, yeah, if it's cool, we'll, 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 we'll hunt it And We'll talk it down. about it. And we'll talk about it. Yeah, so that's me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hi, I am Liz Steph. Liz just Steph. Steph. Steph's fine. Um, what am I? What do I do? I am just a poor, broke, uni student.
0: Not um, the atypical student, but you know. In, yeah. <laughs> in 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 the sense of just painting the facade of yes, I'm a Of student. the
1: biomed. Of the know? biomed,
0: so yeah. you know, hashtag biomed life. You know, everyone sort of takes the goal of you're a student you fit this category and
1: you know i only decided to do like the two hardest subjects in my final coursework year aiming to get into honors next year kind of dying it starts up in a month literally a month and a week yeah so that'll be fun um but apart from that i am a youtuber as well yes i put daily gaming stuff and I think I talk about books and TV shows and again movies every now and again when uni isn't too crazy.
0: Yes. But so, that's about me. yeah, on, on the book side, if Steph was talking about how many books we actually have, this would be a very, 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 very long book cast. Yeah. A book so. cast, not a podcast, <laughs> a book cast. An epic. An epic. Book I, like cast. the last
1: time we counted and we made a catalogue, like but that was my first project over my summer break and i think we have we're, about, have to we're have about, a look.
0: about around the 2000 mark at the moment
1: yeah and that's just counting not even counting all the stuff we have in your room because i haven't catalogued all your room yet
0: yeah but, so um, there's a lot more so and I mean, then we've got comics and
1: yeah that's all, not including like all your manga and stuff as well not so much
0: manga but more just like graphic novels
1: yeah well i'm sorry i was getting yeah. to that
0: yeah so good i don't have much manga but i have lots and lots of you know retro and comics, comics
1: and stuff too. Yeah. yeah, so Coolio, Julio. Yeah, so um this
0: is
1: your f- this is our first like podcast. Yeah, ever this is recording. the first. So I listen to a lot. You listen to the ones that I make you listen to. Yeah, every now and again. But I listen to what I listen to. Coffee with Crachel. Um, I've caught up and I listen to that weekly now. Um, Into the Twilight. I just discovered because of Coffee with Crachel. and I'm halfway through that, catching up with that. Um. We watch Kendall Ray on YouTube we do. for her conspiracy videos. And she and her husband, Josh, started their podcast last weekend. And so that was the sort of thing where I've gone... Because I've been bugging Michael to start with me for how many years now? And we always said, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And this time I was like, no, we're doing it now. You yeah. don't have a choice. So the Mile Higher podcast as well. And obviously Rooster Teeth, but I've been trying to catch up with that for yeah. five years. So that hasn't happened.
0: Yeah, so you've listened to way more podcasts than me, but I'm more of an audiobook specialist. Enthusiast. Yeah. You major in audiobooks. I major in audiobooks purely because if I don't have time to to read them, I will listen to them.
1: Plus, like, the lab and the offices and stuff. so it's it's easier
0: just to listen to them, even while driving. However, I, I mean, I have discovered that the car that we currently drive. If, like, I'm not allowed to listen to audiobooks in the car only Look, because... you
1: brought this upon yourself. I know,
0: because I had to make a choice between charging a GPS and listening to an audiobook And in my failed wisdom, <laughs> I figured that...
1: <laughs> we should point out. It's because we were using my phone as the GPS, like obviously through Google Maps. And we're not talking about like a 20-minute 20, 20 drive just down the road. We're talking like a nine-hour...
0: Nine-hour drive, yeah. You know,
1: in the dark... At night, it's twelve o'clock. We're going across state lines, and we had no idea where we were going. Yeah. And someone and in Michael's car, there's only one USB port, and um, it was more impertinent to listen to the audiobook, because it was the unabridged version. Yes. And we were scared. You were scared. You were going. I was lose scared that place. I was going to lose
0: where we were up. To.
1: And I was like, no, it, it works. Like it's fine. Like, it's going to remember. It's electronic, and you're like, nah, You were convinced
0: convinced
1: and so we had to pull over on the side of the road at fucking one o'clock so i could get out of the car actually no you were nice enough you pulled into a petrol station and i got my laptop out and charged my phone with my laptop so that way we couldn't know where we were going and then the day after we came back like two days later we tried it and i proved it to you and you were like oh my bad
0: yeah because now whenever we mention so much as an audiobook in the car I get a look of death <laughs> so I've chosen not to upload any more ready you know, made audiobooks for that purpose so now I just settle for you know hardcore rock or you know intergalactic R&B or,
1: or as your mother would say Rocky House music Rocky House your mother music loves Iraqi House music featuring the
0: wiggles music. Yeah. so yeah Pretty much. Uh, that's it. But yeah, so all in all, very eclectic. So anyone who, perchance, takes the time to listen to this will notice that this is an extremely eclectic podcast. Bipolar. Bipolar too, because one minute I may be talking about ducks and the next minute I'll be talking about <laughs> pigeons. That's so, later on. But so anyway, on.
1: in terms of future projection, we're just going to talk about daily life sort of things, news, current events. Books, obviously, like we've mentioned, TV shows, movies, anything that's happening in the world of science and technology. Um, and Michael's phrase that he likes to live by is, show me the PhD, show me the PubMed ID, or show it didn't happen. PubMed ID, yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I think we're planning on putting up maybe one episode a week, Try unless you, yeah. I can get Michael into it some more. At this point, in terms of scheduling our weekend, well, your weekend, and I live by your timetable Monday is your Saturday yep. and Tuesday is your Sunday. Yep. So they're the days that if we get anything done in terms of recording that we're going to try and record on. So I don't necessarily know because like I said, it's our first podcast. I know it takes like 24 to 48 hours or sometimes a couple of weeks for your first podcast to go live. So once we figure out the traction on that, we'll have a bit more of a solid set schedule.
0: Yeah. So we're just going to test the waters and see how it goes.
1: So, Yeah. I don't I don't know how long we're gonna go for. I'm not shooting to go over more than ninety minutes yeah. of a time per day unless we get
0: really Yeah into nitty gritty. So it might be anywhere from say twenty minutes to half hour to an hour. Just
1: yeah, it varies depending it varies. on how much we wanna chit chat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Unless, you know, people wanna listen to the longer stuff and we'll we'll throw out yeah. the longer stuff.
1: Done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so um also, too, if you have any topics that you want us to cover, feel free to, you know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, PM us. PMS. PMA, P M A P P M S P M S P M. No, we're not writing letters. So.
1: <laughs> PMS is something completely different. I
0: don't know. Not, not, not You're
1: right. doing amazing, sweetie.
0: I know, right? So yeah, so drop us a drop us a line. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Topic number one.
0: Topic number one.
1: Hawaii. Hawaii. We gotta say it properly, Hawaii, But not to, Hawaii
0: like, Five O. Just...
1: Unfortunate for me.
0: Yeah. So um, as... the
1: question is, do you think they'll put a spin-off of it? Because I don't know what Hawaii Five O has been doing. Hawaii Five O has been doing in the last like two, three years, unless they've already done a bomb threat video. Possibly. But episode. But like, who knows?
0: Yeah. So as everyone or may not be aware of, uh, there was a little bit of, um, well, let's just say someone definitely dropped the pineapples in Hawaii um, and accidentally issued a missile threat.
1: Yeah, at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning, because, you know, the last time the state of Hawaii woke up at 8 a.m., you know to a bomb threat it was really freaking safe
0: yeah yeah like really really safe it was you know i'd say on the verge of panic mode and which
1: is obviously see it's it's a double-edged sword because you're like as a first world country and i thought about it after you went for work but for us it's like unbeknownst you know it's 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 too much no it's not you don't know how to comprehend that and you really realize that your life could be over Yes. In a moment's notice. But then there are places in the world where this stuff is so common, happens that many times a day, that they don't have these systems. No. Because it's just, oh yeah, you know, are you going to see your family if you cross the street to go get buy bread and milk today? You won't. You don't know.
0: And there's certain, I mean, unfortunately there's certain cities, certain countries where a bomb going off. Would it's more a case you don't even get a there's no warning like it you just did. happens it's just a bomb will go off or a strike will hit a building will burn down, um unfortunately people will have to suffer with loss of life, and it's just an everyday thing. so people yeah. will be desensitized to yeah that.
1: and like did it make our papers like even this one like looking at our Herald Sun newspaper today it only made it to page like the world news page on seventeen yeah nothing about it.
0: But football does. Yeah. Unfortunately, football... And obviously
1: the tennis, because yeah. that starts today you gotta too. You've got to promote
0: that. But when you look back at... Say, for instance, look at it as a psychological experiment. If you have people... Say, for instance, you run a fire drill. Everyone knows the fire drill. You run the fire drill. No one panics. No one stresses. It's a case of, oh, yeah, it's, you know, a typical fire drill. We're just going to mosey it's on out. It's more of a fun problem. thing. Yeah, let's all go outside. Seriously. You know, everyone's yeah. calm. So... This kind of drill, without any prior warning, it's a case of this is abnormal for their way of life.
1: But I think the message specified, like, this is not a drill. Yes. Whether it had been the actual text message, which... Or the one... You know how I showed you the video of where it was on the bar? Like, they were playing uh, Miss Ole versus Florida, I think it was. And then the banner came across and then the voiceover. So it's like, this is not a drill. But then even though... They say, oh, this is not a drill. It took 30-something, 30 like, 38 minutes. And they didn't even use, like, the radio, which is established since World War One to be the primary, like, the main form of communication. And there was nothing. And there was nothing.
0: And primarily, you think about it, everyone's getting warnings on their phones.
1: Yeah, and then nothing.
0: And then nothing. So... Looking from that perspective, if you want to see what will happen, if say I um, hope it never you happens, cut away
1: social media. You cut away cut s- away modern technology.
0: Exactly, and you just go for that particular test. What happens? What happens? I mean, okay, we hear stories of bomb shelters being closed. What happens if, say, for instance, a ballistic missile is fired? It does hit ground.
1: Where do you and go? And where, where do you, you go? Do
0: you, do? you go nowhere.
1: But like that's the thing. Like if this say that this had happened to us, and say that it was real. We, like, I don't know if everyone who's eventually going to listen to us is from Oz, but not necessarily. Australia, like, 95% of the people who live in Australia live in the port cities. So whether it be Melbourne... Adelaide, you know, obviously it spreads out and you get your more country and your rural and your remote things. But like the majority of our population is in like Perth, Darwin, and it's all sequestered around our ports. It's all coastal. And so it's like, say that something happened in the city Melbourne, which we're like twenty something Ks from. It's about a fifteen minute drive if we were to pack our bags and go now. We would have like there's nowhere to go like the Hume Freeway to get out like that's how you get more inland here in Australia and the Hume Freeway like connects every state every city and it just spans nationwide that can't even like especially where you know Epping is and Craigieburn that can't handle normal nine to five traffic let alone a mass inland exodus. No,
0: and with a mass exodus, you see how people react, and with a warning like this, people are not primed for it, they're not used to it. And that's
1: when you get looting and everything like that.
0: But also too, I I mean, I don't know, maybe there was looting, we're not sure, but seeing the response on the news and hearing what was going on, if you wanted to see how a system worked.
1: That's the way to do it.
0: This is how you do it. Looking on the colder side of things, everyone's happy in the cul-de-sac, everyone's, you know, dealing with their life oh get
1: over it get
0: over it it's fine however something like this it shakes the tree you want to shake the tree and you want to see what comes out of that tree and where it goes it. so hypothetically what happens if they've got drones up or there's specific satellites that are monitoring a certain area so you've got people monitoring the chaos it's uncontrolled chaos in a way or is it controlled chaos no it's Controlled Chaos. It's Controlled
1: Chaos if you're on the side yes. where it is so controlled.
0: Your, it, they they basically just played a big...
1: Game of what if.
0: They wanted to play real-life Sims. They wanted to see what happened when we, you know, put in a threat. And people basically tried to follow their emergency procedures. So, in a way, you see how Hawaii is prepared for something like that. But, however, people try. People tried to go to bomb shelters. Okay, they couldn't get into the bomb shelters, but they knew where they were, they tried to get in. Hypothetically, what if all those bomb shelters were open? So what's to say that, I mean, I don't know how it works regarding the bomb shelters in Hawaii, whether they're locked 24-7 or they're open, or someone has to take them to the bomb shelter to open. I don't know how it works. I mean, it'd be nice to know if anyone from Hawaii is listening to this So. They can let us know.
1: But it would be random. And also, like, it, I don't know what the stats are in terms of, like, tourist. But when people say, oh, yeah, like, how many people get married and go, oh, yeah, we're going to Hawaii for our honeymoon. He's... Or when people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the US. Oh, you're going to Hawaii? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, you don't even refer to it. It's got to be one of the biggest. It's like the Great Barrier Reef for us. Where does everyone want to go when they come to Australia? Oh, we're going to fucking Queensland. You know what I mean? We're going to the Gold Coast. Where school is at the Gold Coast.
0: Coastal. If you were to put a, a tsunami warning up, guarantee you, those people would freak out. I mean, as much as you want to go inland, getting inland is the problem because you've got to go through hills to get there. Yeah, and, and more...
1: what are the streets like and the infrastructure? And people, like, when we were going through and seeing what everyone was posting on Twitter, people were abandoning their cars on the highway with their cars running, just grab whatever they could carry and family members and their pets, and running because it was just gridlock. And that was in, you know, 30-something minutes worth of panic.
0: The other thing, too, is a ballistic missile, what's, what's its payload? I mean...
1: how do they Like, how long did they know to, you know, how I don't know what the term is for... The targeting, like how long did they didn't did they know how long the path flight was? Would you have
0: what? a uh, an ETA of yeah. impact? Yeah. Would you know? Okay. this... Where is,
1: where is it actually going? Is it going tra- for like the mainland? Is, is it, it going, going north? For a is it going?
0: Yeah. Is it going Waikiki? I mean, I guarantee you, if they've said okay, there's a inter uh, ballistic missile going. Is it even inter ballistic? Inter ballistic missile. I think that's
1: what they reported
0: it as. So is it? Then you have to take into account. Is it? like a a drop and fly is it
1: targeted is it laser is it you know coming off the back of a a apache helicopter is it ours whose is it
0: and i mean i am by no means an expert on military guidance systems or anything i've i've just watched one too many movies read one too many books and you have questions i have questions so i'm i'm no no means an expert i'm I just like things that go boom, but preferably in my not own in backyard. people
1: and hurting yeah, other so, innocent people.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you understand the concepts of what things can do. I mean, but I guarantee you, if they've said, "Okay, yeah, someone's fired a, a ballistic missile," and someone's gone, "Oh, someone has just dropped a sar bomb," that's a case of you ain't running from that. I mean. If someone's dropped the nuclear payload or aimed the nuclear payload at your, you know, residential area, you can't get out. The, the, I guarantee you, there's no way you are going to be able to get away from that in time. By the time it hits, if they've said, okay, it's going to reach you in five min, like five and a half minutes or ten. What do minutes, you do? You just do you do? hug,
1: like you know, the Canadian backpackers. You just hug your family, down three shots, and you text everyone. You know, like these poor people did. And that's it. Yeah,
0: basically put your head between your legs and kiss your bum goodbye. Well, they
1: say, you know, you go to the central most room of your house that's most protected. You seal everything you can. Um, If you've got lead, go into your fridge or deep fridge or freezers and switch everything off or, you know, sit in your bath if it's a lead bath. And then fill, you know, collect as much water as you can before it gets contaminated.
0: Well, I mean, on the on the topic of lead, I mean, if if you worked in Aldi, you could just hide in the section where they have the taps. I mean, sorry, <laughs> spoiler alert there, but yeah. Um, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Um, I thought I'd just tap into that one, but you know. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. is it
1: dripping in the back of your brain? Yes,
0: yes. So, um, yeah, that was the, the big thing for us where we just kind of went, wow, that's a new one. Considering the history of Hawaii in Pearl Harbor, you kind of go... Well, um, we saw what happened the last time someone didn't pay attention to a phone call. Um, oh, look, birds. Not birds. So, But
1: I just want to know what the armed forces were doing. Like, I want to know what... I want to know... If Pearl Harbor, like the the memorial, I've never been there. You've been there, yes. But I want to know if it's it was shut down. I want to know if the navy was there and they're like, no, nah, you know, not not happening again. Let's get everyone out of the cove. You know what I mean? I'm I just want to know.
0: They would have locked it down. They probably would have locked it down because you have active personnel. Because like
1: the police knew, so I'm assuming they would have told, you know, the forces. But is this anywhere? Like when I did my in quotation marks research. I didn't find any of that, so I don't know. I
0: think it was primarily just civilians that caught the... Brunt of the brunt. distress. So it's not so much a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's a case of, I think, the, the big question, which, I suppose, company or country, if you want to look at it from that perspective is playing funny buggers, because... Well,
1: it was on a state level, so it's not federal. It was the state of Hawaii themselves. And I, I can't... Like, the advisory team, the ones that actually run that... If you want to call it a company, but that... Like, the people that were in charge of what happened in that room, supposedly it happened during a shift change. And so they run through this however many times a day, every day. And if you're dead tired from a shift of work, and you've been there all day, and it's like, you know when people play that... the the, like for example the color black so the word black is typed but the color is red and then they ask you you know read out the color that it's the print is in not the actual yeah the word itself which color is it but if you're dead tired and it's like on your phones cancel accept cancel accept your brain is just hardwired to go yes no yes no yes no and if you're dead tired but then you also have people who are saying what are you talking about um these systems need more than a yes, no answer. There are special codes. There are keys. Regardless of anything that happens, you can't just switch on a machine and hit enter.
0: It's not made typical. Oh, look, I have a red button at my desk. No, I don't have a red button at my desk. No, it's it's a little bit more complicated yeah, than that. Yeah,
1: that's the part that I don't understand because you'd assume that there'd be a lot more governance, a lot more guidelines. It'd have... Like, you'd think it'd just have channels. Like, in the... You know, in other situations, it's you have to call your boss, and your boss is like, What do you see? What does it look like? Alarms go off. Well, but I don't
0: know. It'd be interesting to see what happens now. Now. Just say, say for instance, they've seen the, the chaos that ensued from people trying How to. How are they going to
1: fix this situation? So,
0: what happens if they've looked at. They've actually recorded this with. Oh,
1: that, it'd have to be it, that. It'd have right? to be.
0: And you look at the data and go, Okay, these are choke points. You now then, say for you have instance... have a way
1: to work the system. Not so much reinvent the wheel, but you oil the bits
0: yeah. that so are rusty. What happens if they then go, okay, say like the, the Minister of like Infrastructure and Planning or something and then looks at it and says, we need to fix these areas. Look, we'll just widen these roads. We'll put these things here that may help Yeah,
1: patrol, you know, yeah. shelters, which you can understand that they'd be locked in terms of, um, what do you call it? Not... You know how people, kids go in, they graffiti, they want to do illicit things, yeah. drug deals, that kind of thing. Like we hear it all about it all the time in alleyways in Melbourne. Yeah. So you can understand that they'd be locked, but who's going to unlock them? You know, not necess- Obviously, wars are not always planned. You don't want to think about. Oh. You know.
0: What about if they're all electronically controlled, so you can just press a button? Yeah, them? but then cool. again,
1: that also who's pressing the button for that? Who's maintaining that?
0: Oh. Interesting questions. Or what about if you had underground bunkers in the sense that you have a you you have like a mon- underground monorail system that will take people to?
1: They have a monorail system in Hawaii, don't they? Um, I
0: don't am know. I thinking
1: of Florida? I'm Florida. thinking of Florida. Yeah. But yeah, talking about underground subterranean labs. Uh, moving on to mori m- that, that was a very neat segue though wasn't it, it was a
0: very neat segue so in case you've all been living under a rock for the past 12 months or maybe 24 months um i think
1: mori's been out i think like three or four years don't quote me on it i'd have to check for
0: you i was living under a okay
1: rock my bad
0: because i um yeah um, I, I like going to rock concerts
1: Point being is we rewatched like it's our second watch, yes, through run through, yeah, of um, the three seasons of Rick and Morty,
0: which now we have to wait a year and a bit for
1: something supposedly,
0: supposedly, yeah. So uh, yeah, but. But I found the more we watch it, the more we...
1: Pick up on it. We pick up on it. And you just see... Because like, when you're marathoning it, you don't get all the dark humour. And no. you don't see how twisted and everything is. And this time I was a lot more disgusted and cringed.
0: But the thing is, the fact that we actually understand it and we can relate to it, it's like oh. a very big oh.
1: But then you. this is where I think that they ask the question, are we the crazy ones for writing this? Or are you the crazy one? Because you understand what we're talking about. I think we're the about? crazy
0: ones because we understand it on a deep level. And when they say the, the maths and the science in certain episodes, you sort of sit there and kind of go, wait a minute, I get this. <laughs> I get what's going on. And it's just, I tell you what, I need to get, some Mr. 6 I really do um, I
1: love that when we were driving around the other week, and um, we saw the Mr. 6 like someone hanging not that it's safe to hang things from your rear view mirror, but like a mr me six um, plush toy stuffed yeah. toy hey, was I'm, just hanging I'm there I'm Mr me look at me <laughs> but, uh, I love the soundcloud remi- like remixes that I've been playing for you over oh, the last yes. week it's amazing
0: absolutely amazing and. It's going to be good to see where they go now because, I mean, the Council of Ricks is pretty much being shattered and they're rebuilding, so... But only
1: that, you know, there could be more. I don't
0: know. I mean, obviously, you've got interdimensional teleportation and... Yeah. So, it's just as long as you don't, you know, break the universe with cats, so... <laughs>
1: We've already done that.
0: Just saying though, looking at that episode and seeing the amount of different little screens pop up, and you just see all the floating cats going around. It's like my eyes are hurting from you know. Yeah, all these space and cats. the fuzzy
1: lines where they sectioned off like the different dimensions and how they've peeled each other off. Exactly. And they, yeah, that was really that hurt my eyes too.
0: But definitely way better than Futurama.
1: I didn't get like Futurama was before my time. If that makes sense, like. Oh, when Futurama was in its prime... I think it was only like 14, 15... And we know how my mum was like... Oh no, only evil people watch The Simpsons... <laughs> and then my brother watches The Simpsons every night... But that's a different story... So I didn't get the whole Futurama kind of thing... Other friends like, went that I went to school with... They spoke about it... But I didn't get it... But this one... I'm glad I got on the bandwagon Yeah,
0: before. definitely Rick and I'm Morty... I'm glad I
1: caught that train...
0: But I even looked at it and went... Look, Rick and Morty...
1: <coughs> Morty...
0: And then Back to the Future... It's oh, um, you see the parallels. there, Yeah, do you? the parallels. I mean, Doc Brown looks so much like at least he's not a raging alcoholic
1: oh, and drug addict.
0: No, Morty, Rick, Morty, but he just—he's not. I, I don't think he. Ha- I don't think Doc Brown has liver failure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> amongst a lot of other failures in yeah. life.
0: So you know, but I think by far probably my favourite episode out of all the series is uh, when Rick turns himself into a pickle.
1: Pickle Rick. I'm um, a pickle. I like the, um, the heads in the sky one, the get shrifty. Yeah, get
0: shrifty. <laughs> show us what you got. So, um, yeah, we actually had that on, I think I'm actually putting that as my ringtone, so then I can walk around going, show oh, me what yeah. you got. So, um, yeah, no, it's, yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, watch it. Watch if it.
1: you're of the right age,
0: of the right age,
1: yeah, fifteen or over unless parents or guardians' approval. Pfft,
0: guardian approval these days. What I mean, Call of Duty. Come uh, on, I mean.
1: But you wrote, you know, that meme of white chicks so it's like I'm gonna write a letter. No, 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 don't write a letter. I encouraged Michael to write a letter.
0: To act. Except
1: activism. it was a insta. insta uh, what do you call it? A Facebook instant Facebook, message. Yeah, message. Direct message. So. And it, then literally, you wrote. I want to say like three paragraphs three paragraphs across maybe seven like bubbles of text yeah and they're like oh if you're still having problems let us know thanks
0: thanks and this I mean they said you know they'd respond in a few days and it was like what a week and a half yeah close to a few days but I I was kind enough to thank them for allowing me to vent my spleen um and then I said But you
1: weren't going off at them. You were just no. like enforce these rules that you're supposedly police. Exactly. So.
0: And I don't know about you. We even had it today, we had a little bit of a game of um, You did, I well, observed. Yeah, I well, yes. So it was more a case of we had a guy that was hiding in a truck, physically in the truck, sniping out of and the And this truck. isn't
1: the tram in that very Nazi esque map.
0: No, it's the imagery
1: one. It's not that tram, it's the um
0: it's just it was just a it was just a little vehicle where
1: you shouldn't have been able to embed yourself you, you can in hide the environment behind it. like you can, that. it's a
0: solid object and this guy was in it, so it was a little bit broken yeah definitely, and i wasn't happy about that, so it's just more a case of how do you go about patrolling a system that is completely broken
1: but keep in mind that. Not that I'm not that I'm age shaming you because you're not old, right? But keep in mind that these guys tend to like make a lot more money out of oh sorry the fridge Freeze. out of like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year olds than they do out of you and I. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's where the money lies. They want the smoke weed every day, you know, jokes and the, you know, four twenty headshot and the, they're just. That's the audience that they want to cater to. They don't care about the veterans that have played this game yeah, it's since the first installment.
0: Exactly. And I think my problem is I may have to just go back to playing some Modern Warfare or maybe even Battlefield because I grew up so much. Even Counter-Strike. Yeah. It's... Being a player who has started off at the first beginnings of FPS... It
1: must be really hard.
0: It, to... it really is because... There are certain... It's a
1: sellout. You watch, literally, companies go from, you know... I understand fan service is important, there's a difference when you're fan servicing people who have helped you get your company and your games where they need to be and then selling out because we want, you know, all the young things to come in here and buy this outfit and pay for this loadout.
0: Exactly. And, I mean, we've had these few little problems with the game. Just... This is even, you know, split-screen multiplayer and... You, there's one map called, with the Gustav cannon, and we've had ones where, say, for instance, you drop a mortar, like it's or a, gui- a glide, a guided bomb. You can't
1: see where you're targeting. It yet. just stops
0: mid Literally, will stop
1: and, and twists and twists and, and it spins like in the circumference, like in a circle. And
0: you lose and it. it. Or you'll say have five enemies out in the open, and you drop like nothing. a carpet bomb, and nothing happens. And someone will throw a knife through a build, like two walls of a building, and it will headshot you, and you go. Thanks. Thanks. I'm just going to go play, go back and play Diablo now because at least we know it's broken. <laughs> but we can play. It.
1: You know, you know exactly what you're getting. But yeah. honestly, I'm. Um, I know I said that this last year, and I said it the year before. But this is the first Call of Duty where I haven't played.
0: No. Properly. You played a lot of Infinite Warfare. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are aspects of the game that are good. I like the whole. Prestige system. Yeah, it like I good.
1: appreciate that, and the leveling up in the multiplayer. Like that's why you buy buy Call of Duty now. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. No. I don't st- like the sledge. I did like Ghosts, even though Ghosts was really at the time it was crap. It was too dark and it was so different. But I don't like the sledgehammer.
0: No. It's in stormers. It, there's, there's rehashing a game, and then there's evolving a game. Essentially, what they could have done was just left Call of Duty with two games, and then it would have been a classic. Mm. But
1: Money. Let's grind this into the ground.
0: Essentially, they, all they need to do now is just get together with EA, and you know. Yeah. yeah. And
1: then you can drive cars around and mod cars with, um, you know, flamethrowers and a ton of other things. And then yeah. It'll be, you know, um, what do they call those? Ah, oh, what's those words? Collaborations between need for speed and call of duty. Exactly. Need for duty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but see, that poses a question. What would happen if Activision got together with Valve?
1: But Valve has said that they don't want any creators' rights, haven't they? They just wanna they just want the publication rights. Yeah. They wanna enforce you know, they're very PC Master race aren't they, over at Valve?
0: Well, I think it's all a conspiracy with Half-Life. So, that's essentially the the big thing, because...
1: The people in the know.
0: Yeah. You know, that, that was the big thing for me. Valve was the big thing. I mean, we're talking, what, 1998. So, it's definitely one of the, the big games of the 90s. But you know, we're still waiting for the next one. What? what? We, get, we get a call, do
1: you? Uh, it's been, what is that? Um, it's been 84 years. It's been 84 years.
0: <laughs> From, you know, the
1: Titanic, the grandma looking for, you know, and they, yeah, they take her back at the end of the movie and just like, it's been 84 years. Yeah. Okay. Talking about it's been 84 years, except it's been a lot less the Outlander. I
0: know, right?
1: Um, we just finished season two and we have to wait I don't know how long we're waiting for because australia the Australian Netflix catalog puts out a season when the others like say that we got season two online when season three started being played yes. on Netflix and it was actually aired for the world to see through like stars and stuff so that means we have to wait a while to get it. I think the DVD itself is coming out late January. I don't know a hundred percent, but point is we're stuck where we're at. And we know she's going back.
0: But do you find the funny thing about Outlander? You sort of look at it, and from watching Doctor Who when I was younger, she's time-travelling, yep. but she's almost a pivotal point. She's a
1: pivotal point, but she can't change anything she's no. already been
0: there. So, for all the Whovians out there... How much does Outlander...
1: Screw with your brain.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because
1: yeah. So, she's doing all this stuff and she's like, oh my God, we're making a change. And it's like, woman, you can clearly see you've already been here and you've already done this and the universe has already accounted for all your actions.
0: The only reason that the whole Battle of Culloden could be technically avoided is if she didn't go back and mess around with If
1: she had just stabbed Bonnie Prince Charles in fricking France. In the brothel, in the alleyway, and that's it.
0: Game over. But
1: I must admit, when we started watching Outlander, remember like halfway through season one, and I was like, this is the shit. I'm in for this. I love it. And then the end of season one was a really tough, brutal hurdle to get over. And what was all of season two about? It was all for nothing.
0: Well, it just looked like a rehash of season one. Oh, look, I've been captured. Except
1: we're in France, but now we're not.
0: So, technically, some, one of us is going to surrender. Oh no, we're in France, we must surrender. And which, now they're
1: killing people that, you know, we've watched for two seasons. Yeah,
0: favourite favorite characters dying. Oh, but
1: we have to hurt, you know, we have to hurt them, we have to give the grief.
0: We have to do a Game of Thrones. So, in some way, shape or form, has Georgia. Um, oh Martin,
1: I think she's taken the page from George R.r. R. R. Martin's books because I think she started writing these books in the late nineties, and I know George started writing um in the George started writing early nineties I think is that right? I'd have to go to Goodreads and check yes um,
0: but it's also a case of i mean. I looked at it and went, okay, the Scottish history. It's alright. The, the costumes and everything are very much on point. Yeah. You look at some of the old infrastructure around the place. They uh, did obviously. A really good job. Oh, yeah. And we recently watched Timeline.
1: Uh, as much as last weekend. <laughs> yeah.
0: So seeing them go back, you know, to the In- past, and then. It's, I, I'm very fond of time travel movies. What I may have to do is actually read the book.
1: Yeah, because then prime. you get more from it.
0: Absolutely, but
1: the only thing I didn't like about that movie is the fact that if you're taking a your hatchet to someone's ear, I'm sorry, but I don't care how out he, you know how much your ears look like Dumbo, you're gonna lose part of your fu- freaking Ooh. skull yeah. if someone's taking your ear off. Like I liked the part where he was that guy where he's like, "Oh no, I'm an archaeologist. I do this for a living. Don't tell me I broke his ear off." It's just like, I liked they included that and that that was him. Yes. But he would have been a lot more injured than just...
0: No, no, no. If he had a copped the hatchet to the side of the head, that would have you'd, at least... You'd, yeah. You'd go through...
1: A lot more.
0: Corotoid artery. Easily. Just, just carotid. Thank you, sorry, you very carotid. much. Sorry, carotid. There we go. Carotid. Um, and
1: you'd go through the bloody axilla too. Like, it'd continue down. Yeah, You'd go all the way through your shoulder and everything.
0: And considering who they got to play in that movie, Gerald Butler, they've got a Scotsman.
1: Yeah.
0: Interesting fact, Liam Neeson and Sean Connery were both considered for the role of Jamie in Outlander. Imagine Jamie being...
1: Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. No. No. He's old. Jamie's like 20s, early 20s.
0: Yeah, but... The character, I mean, imagine Liam Neeson running around Scotland in the middle of a... With a broadsword. Yeah. And you sort of go... In a
1: kilt. Yeah,
0: but he he could...
1: But he's Zeus. He's like, he's trained, um, what do you call it, Batman? He's Zeus? What other stuff has Liam Neeson done? I
0: don't know. He's hijacked a plane. Um, He's... Well, look on the the bright side, if he's ever to have, like, a domestic or something in the house, you know that he's going to solve it. You know he's
1: going to find you. Uh, Exactly. I can't remember the word. I will find you and I will kill you.
0: Yes, from Taken. I think that was, like, 2008?
1: Yeah, and there's three three movies now. Um, There's Taken, so when his daughter originally got kidnapped. And then there's Taken, Two, where his ex-wife and his daughter have gone to Budapest. Yes. And then Taken, three, where his daughter is pregnant. Yes. And he finds out. And... She's helping. They're both about to get captured, but the, does the mother die? Two or one, three? Ah, uh, three. So,
0: but just imagine that, like across across, Liam Neeson as Jamie. Oh yeah, oh, I know, he, he I know. But that. it's like he can literally rock up and go, "I don't know who you are, Sassenach. I don't know what you want, but I will kill you." But if you are looking for, you know, yeah. to, money. to stop the Battle I... of Colloden, I can tell you that I have plenty of money. But I do have a very, very particular set of skills and it involves being very medical on the surgical <laughs> side because I'm a surgeon, not a doctor, but I'm an actor and oh. I'm sorry, he's dead Jim. And I've acquired them over a very long career. Oh. Skills that make me a nightmare for people in the past. If you let <laughs> if you allow me to kill my future father's ancestor, I mean my husband's ancestor, it'll be the end of it. I won't come back any further. I won't pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will keep coming back from the future to the past to make sure that you don't do anything stupid that will affect the future. So, I mean... Talking
1: about making sure you don't affect the future and going into the past to set things right. Have you heard this? 4.7K people want to protest the new Snapchat update at Federation Square. Melbourne is not happy. Um, and this was just posted an hour ago and I've gone to the actual Facebook page and 10,000 people are interested to, to do this. One of my friends is actually going from high school. Wow! She she was a couple of years older, like in years in like high school years older than me, but she's actually going to this thing because I don't know, you don't use Snapchat regularly, but you know, he was a lot more linear and yep. you could click on a person... Like you could go to that third page, and you could see yep. all the people you follow's story. It's not like that anymore. It's not as linear. It's just random people, and they put the trending stories at the top, even if it's people you don't follow. And so people are literally raging and protesting because of this Snapchat update.
0: Uh, so, yeah, it's a little um, stupid. I mean, I guarantee you, the only, the only way I will attend that meet is if the dog filter on Snapchat attends.
1: We will riot until the update gets changed back. They're going to riot
0: in, in Fed the streets. They're going to riot.
1: <laughs> opposite a church. Can we keep in mind that there's, a, like, Saint, uh, what is it, Peter, St. Patrick's Cathedral, is literally across the road. Yeah. Like, you've got the Maccas on one corner, the train station on the other corner, and We will fight them on the
0: tram tracks oh. with a, such one sauce. We don't really have
1: Szechuan sauce here. Have Szechuan oh, and something that's a bit more up your alley. Apparently according to Star Wars Wars World, sorry, I'm illiterate. There is going to be an Obi Wan spin off.
0: Oh geez. I don't know if this
1: is legitimate. I've but kept this You
0: know the beauty about it though? There's only gonna be one.
1: Uh, it's Obi-Wan. coming out apparently on March 3rd. Yeah, I get your reference. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. And everyone's like, it's not um, e- Ewan, Evan? Ewan it's McGregor. It's not Ewan McGregor. Ewan, that's it. Is it his brother? No, it's some random aged guy. He looks like he's in between the events of the f- like the first trilogy. Not like the holy trilogy, but the bridge between the whole the... The three movies that everyone hates and the golden news. So, Revenge so of the Sith and yeah.
0: Blue Harvest. Because
1: he, he's young, but he's not that young. Do you know what I mean? But he's younger than the, the age he is in the Holy trilogy. Do you get what I mean? I don't know if this is legitimate. Like, I'm looking for places, but this is apparently, according to Star Wars World. Um, yeah. That's what it is.
0: So, why didn't they just get Ewan McGregor? He's already been Obi-Wan.
1: Because I'm guessing they wanted cheaper input.
0: Well, they wanted to Disney it more.
1: It's starting to shoot in 2019.
0: Oh, jeez. And so begins the never-ending cycle of Star Wars. It will never it's end. It's
1: being... Lucasfilm is in the process of setting up a project. And it has now been officially announced.
0: Well, there goes the uh, farm. It's
1: being shot in London. It was originally going to be a problematic Han Solo spin-off, but because they killed him off, we're now investing in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, think about
0: it. Since Solo's gone, you can't have a Solo film. You have to have a franchise. It's expected to
1: be released in 2020.
0: Well, someone has a vision right there, don't they? (laughs) The Force is not very strong with that one. Also, you know what I think is going on with The Force? What? Ducks. I want to know which is more force-sensitive, a duck or a pigeon? Pigeon. Pigeon, you reckon? Yeah. But are we talking... But
1: hold on. What is more suited to long-distance flight? Is it a pigeon or is it a duck? Well... I think it's ducks. Because ducks fly south for the winter and they're more sensitive to the poles of the earth, right? They may Therefore, you can say that they would be more sensitive to the force.
0: Well, I know what they are sensitive to. Buckshot. Because they... (laughs) They keep trying to fly south for the winter, but their plans of grandeur... How south is south, south though?
1: Like, when they say, oh, they're flying south for the winter, does that mean they're going to, like, the deep south? So, like, Louisiana? Or does that mean that they're coming all the way here to, like, Australia, New Zealand?
0: I think it's more effective. They fly so far south, they don't stop until they hear banjo music.
1: No, I'm being legitimately serious. Where is south?
0: Well, according to them, they just, I suppose, they follow some magnetic field.
1: So, we're talking, like, full-on south, so they're coming to Australia, New Zealand... Yeah,
0: they, they would be. ...and the
1: equator, or is it... We're just going... Because the way they make it sound is, is if they take, like, tens and thousands of miles worth of flight, and I'm thinking they can't just be doing that in mainland USA. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: well, I mean, I'd assume that some of them would migrate thousands of miles and some of them only a few, you know, hundred miles. So, you look at it and kind of go... It it, would. It it, I think would fall into where ducks were raised, but essentially where they're born. What do they know? Um, And essentially, well, everyone knows that they have a cycle. So
1: it depends on the species. So you're right. It is, and they literally do fly south, like all the way down. Some like what have we got here? The short-tailed shearwater will go from, what is that, Alaska? No, that's not Alaska, that's Canada. No, that is Alaska there, right?
0: Yeah.
1: All the way from Alaska, and it will come out the other side, across the, that's the Pacific, so all the way to like Tas and Victoria and New Zealand.
0: Yeah. And then
1: you've got other ones that just split all the way to Antarctica, and some that just go to Africa, so it's like, it depends on species, which is obviously... Something I should have thought of to well, begin with.
0: On a on an interesting note, um, mallards or dabbling ducks they breed uh, through the temperate and subtropical Americas. So they're just central, yeah. like colony. Eurasia, North Africa, New Zealand, and also Australia.
1: So Eurasia being Russia? Um, no, and no, like, like Eurasia, Siberia? like
0: North Africa, New Zealand, Australia, Peru, Eurasia, Eurasia
1: is that's not what Eurasia is though. Eurasia is like sub. But no,
0: that's saying where they sort of come from. So what they do is they have multiple cycles. Yeah. So you'd have your... So they'd have a nesting phase. Mm-hmm. Then they, you know, do the, the brood rearing. So you Fatten
1: up our babies. Yeah, get them yeah. so we've seen them
0: wandering around the car parks, hijacking yeah. and breaking into cars. So but
1: seagulls aren't made for inland flight, though.
0: No, they're made for stealing chips from pubs.
1: <laughs> now?
0: Yeah. I mean, have you seen the amount of... S- you know, seagulls that hijack the trains at Flinders but, Street. But
1: do we have actual numbers of like population growth? Are there actual statistics? Yes. On like, obviously it'll be an exponential population growth phase. But are we talking about now that there are ten million times more seagulls than there were before people started the convenience of the hot chip?
0: Yeah. Well, I look at it and I kind of go: the evolution of the sky pigeon, or the <laughs> sky pigeon. The, the area. <laughs> What's
1: the, so there's a sky pigeon? Is there is there a water pigeon? Yes, there's and a there's water an pigeon. earth pigeon. You should pitch JJ. No, what is it? Michael Bay. Michael Bay that did the. Um, I never watched it, but the last Airbender movie. you Should ask him to make it about a pigeon.
0: Yeah, we could. And <laughs> well, there was like an anime. Was it a Pixar film on the? The birds are from the... the, Oh, was it the... The one where they have the...
1: The The owls?
0: No, no, no. Um, The one with the owls? And they're like the guardians? No, 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 not not the guardians of the Uh, The one where they... It's like World War II. They've got the pigeons that are flying over doing special air... I think the special air carrier service. I'm
1: sorry. Whenever anyone talks about birds in animated movies, I either think about that... The yeah. Guardians, the Guardian Elves, or the ones from Finding Nemo, where they're like, mine, 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 mine,
0: mine, <laughs> mine. <laughs> um, uh, Valiant, that's it. So.
1: I have no idea what that basically is. Basically,
0: it's an animated film. Uh, adventure Let comedy. Google this. Uh, it's when the Allies pre- prepare for the D Day invasion. So. But it's
1: the Allies are birds.
0: Yeah. So,
1: oh, I sailed, Chase. Did chat. you go Surely to the beachfront?
0: But that's an actual thing because what happened is they used carrier pigeons during yeah, the war. Yeah, I'm so not that that's what they,
1: uneducated.
0: And that's what they based it on. So, using all the animals and everything. So, Valiant is a 2005 adventure So, comedy. is it
1: a story about if Winston Churchill was a seagull or no. is it the story about Winston Churchill's seagull?
0: No, it's just a. Basically a pigeon that wants to no, be... No, but
1: the, the perspective I'm asking is, is if Winston Churchill was a pigeon? No. Or is the story about Winston Churchill's no. pigeon?
0: No, it's just about a pigeon that wants to be part of... Uh, a pigeon who pi- wants
1: to be it, a it Winston Churchill. It wants to be part, part of a royal
0: homing pigeon corpse.
1: So he wants to be Churchill's pigeon?
0: No, he just wants to be... Not
1: Churchill specifically,
0: he wants to be a Churchill pigeon, yeah.
1: He wants to be Churchill's yeah. pigeon. He's, not he's gonna... trying to go to P- Churchill's pigeon school. Yes. He's okay. Not gonna,
0: he's not going to be a pigeon tank, but he's going to be No, a, but
1: do you know what I mean? Like Churchill, Is it yeah. like if Winston Churchill was a pigeon? Yes. Or is the story about Winston Churchill's pigeon getting the story out? No. But you're telling me it's about Win- a pigeon who wants to be...
0: Part of the Royal Pigeon Corps. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's all I wanted to know. So it's the Queen's pigeon?
0: Sort of, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So These are the questions. The Royal Homing Pigeon
0: Service. So,
1: if in case anyone was wondering, I have a uh, grade point average of ninety. So that was a very <laughs> interesting <laughs> conversation. Yes, I I sound dumb, but I'm not really.
0: Me, on the other hand, I oh, have a are grade not. point average. We came out
1: in 2005. How do I not know about this?
0: So, just in case everyone's interesting, today we're going to actually be going and watching that movie. So, no, uh,
1: don't tell me you have it on DVD. I do. Oh, God. Like
0: I said, eclectic. So, but, uh, yeah. Pretty much just a case of birds being birds. But back to birds being birds. I don't understand how wherever you go, there's always that one pigeon <laughs> and that one seagull that will always look at you. It knows. It knows exactly what's going on. Similar to the, the rats. Oh, sorry. The squirrels in Rick and Morty. They, they know. If we could translate exactly what they said,
1: it'd it, be important. It'd be important. Could you imagine? They would be the perfect spies. They would be. No one suspects pigeon or a seagull.
0: I mean, look at the ibis. Everyone's copped at a bad rap being a bin chicken now, but the fact that a bin that
1: chicken. A bin <laughs> chicken.
0: But everyone's having a go because the seagulls. If you want, you think about it. If you wanted to create the perfect bioweapon transport system you, you do it with pigeons imagine that during the afl season
1: oh, influx
0: of people influx of pigeons have you ever noticed how there's an influx in pigeons that's when the population boosts it's got nothing to do with migration there's no winter migration do you
1: think it's about the australian football it's League?
0: about the you got to understand <laughs> the, the key thing in australia <laughs>
1: Australia Australia, 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 mate.
0: Australia, the, the key thing in Australia, <laughs> get
1: a scratch on me home, I'll fucking cut you, I'll cut
0: you, uh, unless you've got a Ford, and then, you know, we burn it, found on rusty driveways, so, um, do you know then, how
1: you fix a Ford, burn it, you buy a Chevy, buy a Chevy, that's according to, um, uh, what's it called, think about it, the one with Ashton Kutcher, the one that, the ranch, that's it,
0: did you know that um, Vlad the Impaler had a Chevy? Yeah, he had a Chevy Impaler. Oh, too soon. Oh, too soon. Too soon. That was right on point, though, I think. So. Nah. So, pretty much, um, yeah, I've always wondered why there's a combination of ducks and pigeons and That's seagulls. That's because they're
1: evolved for different niches. Seagulls are supposed to stay coastal. Pigeons are what? They're... Where did pigeons come from? Do you know what I mean? Were they domesticated and then became free, like canaries or budgies?
0: Possibly. I mean, you think about it, people have used...
1: Pigeons for years.
0: Pigeons for homing, you know, racing pigeons, that sort of...
1: But is that where they came from? Were they, like, bred from um, seagulls and stuff?
0: Possibly. Uh, I don't think so, though. So, um,
1: back in, you know, back when we lived in sub Saharan Africa, some hominid just picked up a bird and was like, you know what? I want to send a letter to my wife. Well, a rock to my engraved in, in well, carves the story in a stone, tries
0: <laughs> to the sea gossip. And then just, bye. I mean, good luck, mate. Well, look at he's Here's some bird seed for your travels. For your travels, be gone. But look at it. I mean, look at the, the albatross, for instance. It's coastal, like the yep. rocks. So they've got nesting on yeah. rocks, very coastal. So uh, from memory, I, I think most info points to North America where pigeons are coming from, but it was more a fact that pigeons were introduced into North America, I think, what, 1600s or something? So a lot of this introduction has happened...
1: Over hundreds domestication. Of years.
0: And now over time they've just been domesticated. But the beauty about cities and the reason why you find them a lot in built up areas is because city trash. buildings, no, it's not the trash. It's the buildings and everything provide rocky outcroppings. That's why Oh,
1: so it's like you're mimicking their natural environment. Exactly. You think yeah. about it. And all the high points. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it's very humid. And I mean look at uh say Melbourne for instance. CBD. You've got a very humid environment,
1: yep. or,
0: and there are days where it, the temperature is perfect for a brood. If if they've got to, okay, 30 to 40 degree heat, they can lay their eggs in the, the top of a building.
1: And just let them go.
0: And let them go, and they're going to... Be th- fine. They're not going to get the the New York style rats here.
1: Yeah, thank God.
0: Yeah, so...
1: Just imagine, me, nuts, here, you guys. Yep. See you, <laughs> never coming back.
0: So, Talking about the
1: rats, Bernard Tomic is not going to be at the Australian Open, which I think he started today. Yes. Earlier this morning. He didn't make the cut. And he was like, I, I have to go through the paper. Let me have a look at it. Um, he said something really funny. I didn't note it down. But uh, there's uncertainty about his future. I just count money. That's all I do. I count my millions, he said after he's lost. You go do what I did. You go, and this is what he said last year, where he was like, "You go do what I did. You go make 13, 14 million. Good luck, guys." And he's projected to fall to one hundred and seventy from two hundred and eighteen because of his loss and non-qualification. Yeah. So um, you're a big tennis buff. Who are you projecting? Oh, that's why I want to look at the stats. Um, I'm well, pretty think... sure that they're expecting Federer.
0: To win. he's probably the best chance. Um, I'd like to see the Aussies, you know, at least get into the quarters, or at least...
1: Oh yeah, like, you you shoot for your nation. Absolutely. But, um, I, I don't think we got it. Like, I'm gonna watch as many Aussie games as I can, but I don't think it's enough. I'm looking for... here we go, here are the stats. The Advantage Tennis Hunters. So, the men's outright betting, Federer to win the tournament is $2.88. And Warinka, who I, who I want to win, yeah. is 51 bucks. So, for the girls, women's, sorry, I don't want to be rude and sexist, S. Halep, never heard of you, darling. But your $9. And Venus Williams, uh, the first Williams time in years that they haven't entered a competition together, like a tournament, because obviously Selena's had her beautiful baby. But Venus is projected to win at 26 bucks. But so how crazy
0: was it? Serena...
1: Won a tournament pregnant. That's... You go, girl.
0: That's... Yeah. I salute you. That's, that's incredible. So, very, very, you know, very cool. In that imagine
1: thing. that. Like, imagine that as a story. Yeah, Mummy was pregnant with you when she won an Australian Open. Like, I won $3 million with you in my stomach. Like, let's go.
0: Well, you think that kid was going to be born with a racket. In both hands. Ambidextrous, literally. You, by the age of five, I reckon, probably gonna win in you know but an Australian the, Open.
1: The father's like the Reddit co-founder, I think, yeah. because the Aussie ex um, Australian, what was her name? The one who was married to Orlando Bloom, and she was the face of David Jones after Megan Gale. I can't remember her name, um, but you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Um, where was I going with this? She married the Snapchat CEO. So, I'm getting confused whether she married the Snapchat CEO or the founder of Reddit. Not married, but had a baby with. Yes. Not that there's any problem with the getting having a baby before getting married. But, um, yeah. Yeah,
0: but it'd be nice to so see... So, like, she's
1: going to have a laptop. What I was trying to say is she's going to have a laptop in one hand and she's going to manage the forum posts for her dad. Yeah. And then she's going to play a racket with the other hand.
0: And then it's just like, you know, problem solved. Mm-hmm. I, I can just clean this up. Yeah. But... I want to see an Aussie win the Australian Open.
1: Has it been, when was the last time an Australian won the Aussie Open?
0: The last time was 1976.
1: That was. Uh, oh, <laughs> way, way, way before my time and your time. So yeah. who was it?
0: Mark Edmondson.
1: When was the last time an Australian woman? That would have been. Um, that
0: would have been. Where, what
1: was her name? Um, it's
0: not Yvonne Goolagong. It's Chris O'Neill, 1978.
1: Yeah. So around the same time then? Yeah. 76 and that. 78. Pretty
0: much. So, and then since then, it's primarily it's been
1: international based. International.
0: Roger Federer has pretty much cleaned up yeah. nearly all of the the men's, and Serena has pretty much cleaned up most women's. of the, the women's. However, I think it was 2016, Angelique Kerber. She yeah. We she had better. a couple
1: in like 20, 20, 20, 208, 207. Wasn't that Sharapova? Because there was a couple of years where it was Sharapova, Venus, uh, sorry, Sharapova, Selena. Sharapova's and then Serena, 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 Serena. Yeah, and, and then, then
0: you also had um, Martina Hingis.
1: Yeah, but Hingis was literally just before my time. And that was when 19... I started watching tennis. That's when she had her whole drug issues.
0: Yeah, but from nineteen eighty eight to uh, sorry, nineteen ninety seven to ninety nine. That that yeah. was Hingis right there, and then you had a few other ones. But so yeah, it's just and then like you go back and. You look at the doubles in the men and. Up I
1: love those American brothers, the twins.
0: Oh, I think you they're mean, twins.
1: I can't remember their names.
0: You've got. I know that you've got. See, because Australia played Zimbabwe in the Davis Cup. Yeah. I think it was 90. Don't hold me to it, I think it was but 95. Do you know
1: the brothers that they only play in doubles and they're twins and they're American? And just their form when they play. Are
0: they, they're not the black brothers, are they? Because
1: No, no, they're non-coloured. <laughs>
0: no, 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 that's their surname. They
1: look like, um, they're taller than Andy Roddick, and they play better than Andy Roddick. Um, American tennis doubles, brothers. Yeah, This is like 2000 and, s- 2000 and something.
0: Well, when we, you know, when we had the Davis Cup... We had uh, Byron. Brian,
1: Brian, you were close, not Bob black, Brian.
0: Byron and Wayne Black yeah. from Zimbabwe. They uh, they were No, no but these guys were
1: American and they're Brian, like B-R-Y-A-N, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're identical twins. And um, yeah, like my dad was like, if you want to watch for form and if you want to watch to see how you play perfect and for technique, yeah. these are the people you watch.
0: So is that Mike, Brian and Bob, Brian?
1: Yeah, Mike and Bob. Yeah,
0: yeah the bride. And they
1: were, they are always like in blue and white. Yeah, every year, blue and white, blue and white, blue and white. And they, my—I always used to get confused if Andy Roddick had a brother. Yeah. And my brother, my father was like, "No, you idiot, they're twins."
0: So. It's, um. Yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting year, I think, because Murray's out with a, a hip, hip injury, like, hip surgery. So. Yeah, Nadal's. Nadal's in, in so, isn't he? You know, who knows? It could be...
1: Uh, it's it's going to go to the maestro and the gladiator again, like we already know. I want Warink to win, because he has not won in ages, and I I like rooting for the underdogs. Like, as much as you want to go for the people who have really shaped modern tennis, you just want someone new to come in every now and again. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So, um... Hey, there's also this story... I picked it up and I haven't shown it to you yet because I wanted to hide it from you. But I have the PubMed ID if you're interested. And it's from the American Journal of Psychiatry. And according to Science Alert, which we love, I effing love science on the Facebook page, um, anxiety could be an early manifestation of Alzheimer's. So I'm um, screwed. Nah. You're just, you're right. <laughs> Longitudinal association of amyloid beta and anxious depressive symptoms in cognitively normal older adults. And nowhere here have they stated what normal is. I think they're saying normal is in not being diagnosed with a anxious or depressive symptom.
0: Also, um, Sam Groth looks like he's going to be retiring singles.
1: There were all these young kids like I was looking through, because I downloaded the app and I only download the app and have it on my phone during the tournament and I uninstall it because there's no point having an app that only works two weeks out of 52 of the year, right? Yeah. So I went through and I can honestly say besides seeing Kyrgios there weren't any other names that I recognised.
0: No. And I mean Sam,
1: Sam Stowes is in there and I want to watch her matches but that's it.
0: Well the interesting thing about Sam Groth is he holds the record for the world's fastest serve,
1: mm. which how is, what is two...
0: 263 kilometres per hour. What's frotics? Um Slower than that. Um,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. nah. <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. But I think it's like 240-something. 240 yeah, 249. Yeah. So still... It'll
1: be interesting to see how many aces he bags.
0: <sighs> but, yeah, so he's retiring. So, it's is sad. this his
1: last tournament? Or he, didn't, he
0: didn't get make the wild card. So, he's, he's out. You um, he
1: liked watching his matches the last couple of yeah. years. And so. see, that's
0: tennis now. It's become a very much power play sport.
1: Who can serve the, the hardest.
0: And who can rally. I mean, I miss serve volleying. I'm very much a serve volleyer. So, I prefer the serve volleying. And tennis now is... Because you look at the rackets as well. The, the whole game is changing. It's very much...
1: It's not a kid in the backyard hitting not up against yet. None a of these wall. wooden
0: rackets with cat gut strings. It's all very... Cat
1: gut strings? Yeah. What?
0: They have cat gut tennis strings.
1: As in from a cat's lower digestive system?
0: Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, well, th- th- this is, you know... It basically, they use natural gut. So, Oh, that, look, not- this is more
1: scarring than the time my grandmother told me... That when she was making sausages and she wanted my help, that it was real intestine, okay?
0: But it stop. It's not used by uh, they didn't. It's use, not used. Use, <laughs> sorry,
1: <laughs> the intestine hasn't been no, used. but It wasn't from
0: cats. It was just called cat gut, but it was actually used from sheep. So uh, they originally used cat, uh, sheep intestines to make the strings. So they use
1: pig intestines for sausages, though, don't they?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So you're technically eating two meat products Yes In the one animal yes. product That's See this is uh, There's some things that I don't
0: yeah. But you know why The interesting fact is Cat gut is a type of cord And it's a natural fibre Which is found in the, the wall of animal intestines So that's why they use it Because it's strong So I mean you, you look at I suppose The evolution of football how you know they used
1: rocks, yeah? And then they went to animal hide and
0: yeah. So it's just evolutionary, and now you've got all these synthetic, you know, cross fibres. And a lot
1: of them are just like um, whipper snipper wire too,
0: yeah. Essentially, and fishing
1: yeah. wire that's just been um like not weaved, but
0: they just spool it. And I mean, I I always used to use babylat because
1: I won. I remember when my dad. This was when Serena and Venus were in their prime. And my dad was like, you're going to become a tennis player. You don't have a choice. And I think he was inspired by, um, what's said Australian? But then she went to Serbia and then she came back to Australia. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I do. Um, he was inspired by that and he was like, you're going to play tennis.
0: Uh, it, it was, um, I was about to say Doravich, but I do, do,
1: Not Dokic. Um, um, Dokovic? No, doc, uh, do- uh, uh, Elena, Elena Dokovic Do- yeah. yeah something like yeah, that yeah. but anyway so he was inspired and he's like yo I don't even though you've asked to play this game beforehand and we played in the backyard now you're getting professional lessons so I went and the first class in quotation marks or session he took me to and the guy was like oh yeah she's good I'll just give her my racket how good is she and I played and I won the racket and he had a tweety bird on it nice and it's somewhere at Bubba's house, I think.
0: But the question is, did you did you post a tweet?
1: No, this was before Twitter existed. This was like oh, if I was ten, eleven. Um so this would be two thousand two thousand four, two thousand five, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But I think Bubba's still got it.
0: So yeah, amongst all my rackets I'm mostly
1: Look, you coached, so this doesn't count. You have like a bag of twenty.
0: So it's and mostly got like mostly Wilson or you know, babble that. But essentially, I, I mostly just used the the synthetic gut strength because I use shitloads of topspin. So essentially... You need something with a bit, bit more tensile strength. I mean, at at the peak coaching playing level where I was playing, pretty much... Were you
1: much, a pennant?
0: Yes, though? I was. And then essentially hitting that ball seven days a week you where's i was going through and plus streams. you don't
1: have the ability of like oh let's just go underground and send your racket off to get restrung no for two minutes so what you, you know do what I mean?
0: is you'd have three like two or three even four but of the same the two, racket yeah and you get them strung at the exact same tension and then pretty much just yeah
1: you know when they say they're restringing your racket they have to take the whole string out, right?
0: Yeah, they basically just cut it and pull it out and then restring it. How up.
1: long like are there there has to be a video of someone just it's easy. spinning All they do... it? No, but like re weaving like yeah, re putting it in. They you have
0: know. A, or like is it a, a
1: machine nowadays? Or it's do they have they a have the machine
0: and they just spin the the frame around and just feed it through.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
0: So. Really How much cool. does
1: that guy get paid? And does he follow the tournaments around the world, or is there one in every city?
0: There be certain people who
1: follow the tournaments.
0: One of our friends that we used to know from Mildura, he actually was a stringer. He was a stringer, and he actually strung at the strong, strong. Yeah, whatever.
1: Do, did he keep like the old?
0: I'd be like, he had a sign above his garage saying Agassi's house, so. He actually, and he used to come down here, bit of a plug, but he actually worked for Kurnow, um Tennis. Right on. So, yeah, that's where I get my gear through. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. But pretty cool. Yeah. Small world. Yeah.
0: So, essentially.
1: Yeah. So, any books you've been reading recently? Well,
0: at the moment, I've been reading Artemis by Andy Weir.
1: You found a spelling mistake yeah. in a... Well,
0: a grammatical error. So I messaged him saying I made You lucky duck. You know. ...a grammatical error. And he responded, so, you know... Nice I
1: fangilled more than you did. You were I like, know. yeah, whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is amazing.
0: And pretty much just sent it. And he sent a reply, so... Nice guy. I was a big fan of The Martian, so I wanted to see...
1: Yeah, just a big enough fan to read it. Uh. Yeah, I know,
0: right? Um... So, essentially, it's a case of, just got to finish Artemis.
1: <laughs> Dude, you're how many pages are you into it now?
0: Like 200.
1: And how many pages are you, like 360?
0: Yeah, something like that. So, once that's done, I then have to go read a book that I read from my childhood called Master of the Grove by Victor I mean, Kellerman. How long is that
1: going to take you? Another two months?
0: Probably a week. Um, Ooh. oh. So, so,
1: guys, how long is it going to take you to read, finish Artemis?
0: Artemis? I could finish it today if I push.
1: Oh, so, is that a challenge?
0: That's a challenge. <laughs> um, so, essentially, it's...
1: It's happening. It's happening. Things are happening in your life.
0: Yeah, so on the next podcast, I can pretty much give a review yeah. of, of Artemis. and give that a bit of a... So, an interesting... interesting. And, the, and the reason why I thought of reading Artemis first is because we have a bunny... Named Artemis. Yes, so we have our little why.
1: princess Artie Party.
0: Yes, so that's not why. to be
1: confused with Moriarty, who's a cat.
0: Yeah, and evil. So she's
1: not evil. Well,
0: Doctor Moriarty was a little bit Yeah,
1: but Mori herself is not evil. Well,
0: she seemed a bit unhinged. So to say the least. So Yeah, so essentially they they're all things going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. That and what's the go with these um jets cracker flavored drumsticks, I don't know what the heck's going on what they have jets cracker flavored drumsticks
1: drumsticks is in the biscuit no or no. Drum no. drumsticks is in drum the, ice is cream. the
0: ice cream they have jats cracker jets jets cracker the, the you know the crackers, yeah, caramel cracker, you know ice cream
1: if you can't see my face, but it's a look of repulsion what yeah did you hear about this thing I can't I don't even remember what washing detergent company it is in the US but kids are actually eating you know the washing machine pots yeah the,
0: the dishwashing oh sorry the, washing, the laundry ones the yeah ones with the liquid with the little blue. I think it's them.
1: orange or something like that yeah. or orange or blue and kids are eating them
0: why would you eat washing detergent I don't get it it's just does it
1: look tasty does it look like a fruit or something I don't know
0: yeah But if you had the choice between eating ice cream and eating washing detergent, I'm pretty sure I'd be eating ice cream.
1: Yeah, but if you're two years old and you can only reach the washing detergent and not the freezer...
0: But the thing I don't understand is these kids aren't two years old. They're like 16, 17... Oh,
1: I thought they were young kids. No, it's the next... Not suitable for children under three.
0: It's the next challenge.
1: Oh, so it's... Is this the YouTube... This is a YouTube trend.
0: It must be. So, you in a way sense, we've gone from you know books to borderline botulism so you know is it's that a, where we leave it i don't know potentially if if everyone wants us to continue talking about oxidative agents i mean feel free to to drop a line it's like um we prefer you know talking about the more you know fun sort of side <laughs> fun. of things. He fun he says with
1: a look of disdain disdain
0: yeah. <laughs> so, disdain fun
1: so. all right everyone um thank you so much I hope people are actually listening to this. Yeah. Shout out to all of you. Much appreciated. Thank you for supporting us in this new venture. Um, if you want to come into contact with any of us, preferably not to spread pathogens, yeah. um, our links will be down below. YouTube channel. I'll put my YouTube channel down if you want to hear more about us. I have a Twitter. The show has a Twitter. The show has an Instagram. I think that we're just... I have no idea how this whole podcasting, uploading thing goes, besides you need to have something like um soundcloud or something to get the rss feed so at this point in time unless people specifically want it on youtube i think i'm just going to put it on soundcloud obviously the apple Podcasts app and if anyone else wants anything later on please let me know but um thank you so much for listening i almost said watching but that is incorrect
0: and you'll find that if you um listen to this in widescreen the uh, quality is actually funnier my way. voice is funnier oh you know? yeah oh, oh
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so um, yeah so I guess on that note
1: ta for now
0: ta for now thank you very much for listening <laughs>
1: um, air
0: siren
1: air
0: siren yep yeah, definitely an air siren moment so uh, yeah unless you're in Hawaii and we apologise in advance for the air uh,
1: we apologise if in stating any of the previous comments within this podcast we offended anyone that was not our intention in any way, shape, or form.
0: No, we just basically, if you got a laugh from it... That's great. That's great. But if anyone felt as though we went off...
1: Please you know, let us know. Please let, let us know. We apologise. wasn't our our intention. intention. We're
0: just, yeah. We're just, you know. Two
1: mates having a chat over, in case anyone was interested in what we're drinking. Um, we we're had drinking. some tea today. The Dilmar Premium Single Origin 100% Pure Ceylon Tea. Yeah. The, um, I've had like six
0: sips. I've had like two cups. So, Big
1: ones. thank you so much. Yes. And see you in the next part. Yes. Yay.